0: Congratulations! You're listening to a Radio One 91FM podcast.
1: And I was uh, very, very fortunate to catch up with Zisha earlier today. We had a interview over Zoom about her gig on the 25th. She's playing an Oi Week at Union Hall alongside Asha, Lee Matthews, Lotus and Willie Mab. It is going to be one hectic, hectic, um, hectic interview. It's so, so funny. She, I tagged her in her story. Uh, on instagram promoting the interview that's i'll just play out very shortly and she, <laughs> she just replied with a heaps of egg emojis and if you are not aware i went on the bachelorette nz uh i i'm off it now i got kicked off pretty much as soon as i got on but i ate a raw egg and uh it's funny because not everyone knows that when you do interviews with them but a uh, very funny response anyway she was so fun to interview uh uh, very, very easy interview, happy to talk about her craft, and she's so, so funny. So check this out, Zisha's interviewed. I called her earlier, you're listening to Radio 1 FM. You're listening to Radio 1, and I am joined with Zisha from Fromeau, uh, got a big gig coming up on February the 25th in Ori Week with Lee Matthews, Floridus, Willie Mav, and Flipson Asha, how are you going, Zisha?
0: Yeah, really good, good, thank you.
1: And I guess it's a little bit interesting because we are sitting here waiting with bated breath to see whether uh, this this nasty COVID uh, restriction will allow the gig to go ahead. But assuming that it does, are you looking forward to it?
0: Oh, absolutely! Can't wait! Can't wait! Can't <laughs> wait to be back.
1: <laughs> yeah. So you played you played last year uh, at Catacomb uh, in July. Uh, was that the first time you'd played in Dunedin?
0: Ah, uh, no. It was. I've played. I've. To be honest, Dunedin is almost like a second home. I spent probably half the year before that um, show actually in Dunedin. um, And I just played a couple of times at, oh, my God, at Max. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I know. But, like, you know what? A lot of fun. A lot of fun. And then Catacombs was just like, you know, I'd gone through a lot of rebranding and I'd done a whole bunch of live streams, um, over on Twitch, and and then I had this headline show, and then sold out catacombs, and I was I was just shocked, just absolutely stoked, and you know such well, a vibe.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that you're humble about it, but I'm I'm sure that it would have shocked uh, not many people, seeing as you were voted DJ's number. Uh, sorry, New Zealand's number one DJ and vocalist in 2018, 2019, and 2020. So a sold out show. <laughs> uh, I, I think uh, people would have been expecting that when you got those. Oh. Uh,
0: <laughs> to be honest, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of insight. Lee Matthews was playing down the road on the same night, so you know I look up to you know Tom and Graham so much, and I yeah. just you know they are the they are the breathers leaders of <laughs> the nation. So so actually selling out a show on the same night as Lee Matthews' sold out a show was just like. What the hell is going on? You
1: know. It must be so. Yeah, it must have been incredible. I couldn't imagine the feeling, especially yeah. as an artist. It must be. I mean, you are sort of putting yourself out there, doing these shows, like making this music. You're putting a little yeah. bit of out you, bit of yourself out to the public, so it can be yeah. you can feel exposed. But that feeling must have been absolutely incredible.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, and I had such a such a fun time. Like. You know, brought up a, another female DJ who had just started in the scene, um, Asha, who's mm-hmm. playing on the same lineup mm-hmm. uh, for this show. So, you know, it was it was a it's a whole bunch of firsts, and you know, it was just nice to be back and reconnecting with the Dunedin breathers. Because to be <laughs> honest, like I met a lot of them at house parties as well. <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually glad you brought up the house party thing because as yeah. a DJ, I guess that's how everyone starts with these sort of grimy uh, house parties yeah. in Dunedin. You know, there's probably a broken yeah. window, glass everywhere.
0: I mean, you, honestly, like microwaves thrown. just like oh my God. Toilets overflowing with, like, just oh. everything. And then and, people just still living in there. Like, I know.
1: It's crazy, know right? It. And I think I look back to it because, I mean, I've, I mean, if you study in Dunedin, you've pretty much been there, you know. Like, I remember like living in flats like that, thinking this like at the time, not thinking anything of it, like just because it's so normal. But looking back now, <laughs> it's so grim. I wanted oh. to know, did do you grim miss is those flats?
0: Good to, do, to Sum it up, really. <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you miss those sort of flat party, those smaller, more intimate gigs?
0: In, I in I absolutely love those gigs. Like the t- the catacombs gig that I played. I had like a little pre flat party, and um, we had like it was in a house, and we had like just the hallway of the like you walk through the front door, and just the hallway was just like full of people, and there was just decks at the end. So <laughs> that was that was actually so much fun. But you know, yeah, of course, I miss like just the intimate um, house parties, just you know, you get to know people real quick, and then yeah. They you know, you're all on the same level, you know. There's nothing. And I think I love that about Dunedin as well. Like, wherever you come from in New Zealand to study in Dunedin, it doesn't matter if your family have a lot of money or no money. Like, you get to Dunedin, you're all the same, mm. you know. And so when I go down there and visit and play, it's like, you know, we're all equal, whereas in like whereas in other parts of the country, now, you know, I'm not going to name names, but in Portland. other parts of the country, everyone's kind of like, oh, what are you? Who's that? Like, what are they wearing? Like, Dunedin, no one gives it. No one cares. Everyone's yeah. just hey, and it. You can swear. Right. We can,
1: I can beep it out if you want to swear. Uh, <laughs> no
0: one gives a <laughs> <they> Flying
1: <laughs> f- <laughs> Shit, now I have to go back and find that. <laughs>
0: wow.
1: um, you're so true. It's so funny, like, saying, because Dunedin's so quiet in the summer, and then you, you the students start to arrive again. And there's yeah. just an aesthetic with students, which is, like, They just, no one gives a shit what they're wearing. It's just like, they look like they have rolled out of bed, but it's just the, it's just like, it's just the aesthetic and I love it. I absolutely love it when the students start coming back.
0: Yeah. It's just such a nice vibe to be walking around just town or like even the streets, just, you know, everyone's real chill and like, you know, you get invited to so many things and like, when I first got there, no one knew, like, no one knew or cared who I was. And, mm. I mean, it's still, you know, it can still kind of go places and people are like, oh, yeah, like, you know, nice to meet you. Like, don't know what you do. What do you do? And I'm like, oh, you know, just the odd kind of jobs, you know, <laughs> <laughs> marketing. I don't
1: know. Yeah. But, um, it's cool.
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, it's cool just walking around and, like, meeting new people and, like, just being on the, on this really awesome, like, vibe.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now or earlier you brought up um that uh last year you played uh Asher and I guess I think that's so cool because as a female DJ it must be it must be such a at times a difficult environment to work in being so male dominated. So was it uh like I guess there must be a bit of camaraderie between you and all other female DJs like sort of banding together.
0: Yeah, well to be honest, like I just as soon as I met Asher She was so shy and quiet and I started talking to her and I was just like, hey, you know, what are you up to? And Jamie, her partner who um, runs Sub 180 with her, um, was kind of like, oh, she's getting into DJing. I wanted to do this. And she was like, yeah, I'm really excited. And I was like, so, you, you know, have you played anywhere yet? She's like, no, no. I was like, why don't you come and play in Dunedin? And she's like, oh, I'll think about it. And then. You're getting her up and just seeing like her having a good time, you know. This is this is why we do what we do. We want people to feel good and like feel confident in what they do, no matter what they do. Doesn't have to be DJing necessarily, but mm. you know, like if you if you help somebody to sort of achieve their potential, it's it's something that I don't know. I I think everyone should in their lifetime should do that, and probably like. You know, once once a day, you know. Absolutely. You but with um with female DJs, you know, we're often pitted against each other. Mm. Um, because, you know, the lineups they've often like traditionally, you know, been one female in the lineup and then, you know, everybody else is male. But um I guess times are changing and things are things are, you know, leveling out a little bit. Um, but there still is kind of you know, I think the only the only real issue we have um, is actually other males being accepting of you know females on lineups or women on lineups, shall I say? As long as as long as we st- like are working towards a common goal, then I think you know the yeah we, we we're going to achieve some great things.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And what you said about uh, helping like someone else achieve their potential and greatness, and and seeing like yeah. someone else just absolutely froth and then yeah like, exactly. they, it's so rewarding like it doesn't have you know it's such a rewarding process
0: yeah that's it you know it is rewarding and I mean I have students um that I've taught to DJ I've taught 14 students oh, wow Literary. in the last two years yep it's they come in and they're fresh and they're excited and then you teach them the foundations of DJing and you teach them everything that they need to know about the industry and And then it's just, it's really up to them, but just to see like their growth from day one to, you know, the end of the session where they've recorded a mix and they've, you know, they start, you know, entering competitions and it's, it's awesome. It's so cool. I had um, one of my students, uh, she was a wild card. Um, she was, she was a wild card for another radio station. I I don't know if I can say it. Um, But she was a wild wild card yeah, winner. You can, so
1: you can. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, for um, for George, she won um, like a pioneer George wild card competition. She cool. ended, ended up actually playing at RMV last year. Oh man, which was part of the prize. And then my other student had come second in in another comp, um, for George as well. So. <laughs> Yeah, and then I and then I, you know, all the actually the majority of the DJs that I've taught are out playing in clubs around Auckland, like on the, on a regular basis. So every week, maybe two or three times a week now. Oh,
1: that's wicked! Yeah. And I guess that's such a cool um uh, a cool thing to be sort of a mentor for people up and coming as well, because I, I guess like when now it's one thing to like know how to learn use an instrument or know how to like use the decks, how to mix something, but also learning about the industry as well. If you could give like tips to yourself when you were just getting started out to anyone listening, who's thinking about getting into it, what's like the number one tip you'd say uh, that you wish you knew?
0: Um, Well, it's something that I, I already kind of like tried to do anyway, but it was just like to never give up no matter what people say, because to be honest, I've had I've had my fair share of like, you know, bullying, like online mm. bullying and like age shaming and like just uh oh, like just put downs and yeah. and things like that. And you do get to a point where you're like, Is it worth it? You know, you're making music, you're pouring your heart and soul and your experiences out into what you're doing and and then like you're so scared to share it and it's just like don't give up you know, the ones, and this is advice that I also got from Dimension, Rob, um, yeah. only literally like Bay dreams, Nelson, he came up to me, he said to me, the ones who give up, never make it. So never give up.
1: I like that. I've never, like, I guess, I've never heard it framed in that context, the ones who give up, never make it, but I like that. That's great yeah. advice.
0: Yeah. If you think about it, like, it's, it's just so simple, but I mean, there are so many times that life got in the way and, you know, I I just thought, like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this anymore. Maybe I should just go and get an office job. It's really (laughs) nice and quiet and it's really, and honestly, you get behind the decks again and you're like, I'm going to love those (laughs) shows.
1: I'm just going to say, I'm sure, I mean, there's countless people who are glad that you didn't get the office job because you're incredible. (laughs) You're absolutely incredible. And uh, the show's coming up. I'm so excited to see.
0: Um, I'm so excited to come and play. Honestly, it's yeah. I've got I've got a lot of great combos lined up and excellent. News. Yeah, I mean, uh, always some surprises, you know. And then I've got a new single coming out, "Runaway." Um, and I've been working on a bunch of new music as well, so it's just oh, it's going to be exciting.
1: 2021 is going to be a big, a big year.
0: Yes, it
1: <laughs> no, is. Absolutely. I've got one more question because I know you do uh, a lot of streams, and I always think, well, one that's I guess in a COVID world, that's such a great way that you can still do what you want to do and have people appreciate it um, from the comfort of your own home. But when you have you've you've got the framing of the camera, do you take a lot of time and care into what you can see in the room? Because I imagine I'd be so like (laughs) self-conscious. Oh, there's dirty clothes on the floor. Like, should put this poster up. What's your thought process your creative process?
0: So I'll tell you something. So while well, I've got this giant this giant picture of like clouds, they're quite moody, very dark <laughs> clouds. Um, like my soul. No I'm, I'm kidding. But no, it is sitting in the background and I and I thought, you know what? This is this is this is cool, just not like, some nice artwork. And then I actually did a live stream. Um, for the uk for the goat shed which is huge like you have like enter and like i think um even AMC. i'm pretty sure amc was oh don't know don't know if amc was on there but just all the big names were doing this the goat shed live streams and they asked me to do one and i they were like the first time i did i've done it twice the first time i did it they were like oh yeah cool needs plants so next time I brought this giant palm and they're like, yeah, the plants, are, the plants are fucking mean. Yeah. keep bringing them in. And then you see people like with jungle, they're literally playing in jungles in their living rooms. It's great.
1: Oh, my goodness. Just like they, they go all out.
0: <laughs> and all these plants and I, I don't know where, like, where do you go in the middle of a lockdown to go and get a whole lot of plants? Unless you already have them in your house. But I mean, yeah. And I've, got one. The, I've only got
1: one plant. Yeah, the other thing about plants, like I joke, like, oh, I you know, I've not put together enough in my life to own a dog, so like I'll just get plants. But there's gonna be a <laughs> you point. You will be when one you, day. Yeah, I will be. I'm looking forward to it. But there's gonna <laughs> be a point one at some point when you own so many plants, it is actually more annoying than having a dog. <laughs> oh, you
0: know, my sister loves plants. She's she's got plants all over her house inside. Um but I mean I, I I don't know, I'm okay at caring for them, but I think I've got more basil in my kitchen than I've got plants anywhere, to be honest. <laughs> <sorry. Is> that, <laughs> that Italian? I don't thing.
1: know. That's L- amazing. Love
0: me herbs. Love me herbs. <laughs>
1: love me herbs. Well, Zisha, thank you so much for taking the time to coming and chatting with us. You're playing no on way. February the 25th. That is the Thursday of Ori Week. And you've also got a gig in Timaru tonight, don't you?
0: Oh, no do I no, no
1: I, I made that up cut cut the tape <laughs> well there you have it that is zisha uh she's playing on the 25th on Thursday next week it's going to be absolutely fantastic and the gig in Timaru that I Timaru sorry uh, that I thought she was playing was actually last year so that's on me I didn't do the proper research you're
0: listening to the that was a Radio One Ninety One FM podcast. Find more at r1.co.nz.